0: It's Well, here we are. Cheers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Click, link, link. So back again <laughs> Every time you do it it gets a little bit less, less enthusiastic. Back again. <laughs> again.
1: We're doing this again, are we? So here we are in the Homba Dojo with our regular guest now. He's a regular
2: Scott Langley. Back by popular demand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually your last episode did really badly. So we're uh, if you can up the game
1: a little bit this time, if you been... no, no
0: no 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 no, you may not punch me on the podcast.
1: <laughs> you should see the stakes of my fuck my arm by the way, from that <laughs> stiletto punch that you threw. Hold oh, on until I get this out Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Stay so, <laughs> so you listening, my arm has a black hole. <laughs>
0: like- <laughs> it looks like the hole of Uranus. It's, it's the perfect like, ra- circular golf ball sized bruise. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. The size of those yeah. two knuckles. <laughs> it's like I've been hit by a rubber
1: bullet or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've done some kubiti this week. <laughs> oh but yes yeah, so we've just finished our uh, a very the first day of a two day seminar very successful
0: zoom uh,
2: seminar zoom just bit. for
0: those of you listening in the far distant future <laughs>
1: yeah, when zoom. you're back in
2: the dojo or listening or <laughs> listening now and then criticizing us that were oh, yeah. training together mm-hmm. That's
0: not COVID compliant. Yeah, all you people out there, me, me, me. Where professional athletes like.
1: were allowed to. Exactly. <laughs> I'm about to take a photo. COVID <laughs> <Go with> chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, very, very successful. Happy with how the the day went today, Sensei. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah it's
0: good. Yeah. Sensei right. taught a very uh, dynamic kind of uh, kumite combos class with emphasis on my, twisting. My favorite. Right? My favorite Using the stretch short cycle. Torque. Torque. That's
1: it. Torque. Going against what you normally teach. Yeah, which I liked. Yeah, Normally, yeah. you're very dogmatic about not letting I'm things not swing. I'm dogmatic. <laughs> <Very> dogmatic. <laughs> I am
2: dogmatic in my approach to training the body and how to get the most out of it, and then you can be free.
0: Oh, well, so you are
2: dogmatic? In training of your body. You, when you go to the gym and you do weights, you just kind of lift weights above your head in any whole fashion. That's
0: a very good Just point. throw them up there. Yeah. Just, whatever way. <laughs> I just lift them off the rack and put them down again.
2: (laughs) Who? That's too heavy for me.
0: I I stare at them for a while and then just go on my phone. Well, that's training the other, that's turning the other wheel, like Rick Jackson sensei Mm -hmm. told us. But we'll get to that later. So we had dynamic, jumpy up and downy, punchy kicky Scott sensei class. Mm -hmm. And then we had Kata class with Stuart Amos sensei.
1: Still relatively new to the HDKI. But he'd done a good job—a very in-depth breakdown of Gion, which was mm. uh, very good. Fit that into forty-five minutes is yeah. Yeah, tough going. Yeah. So he'd done
0: well. Fair play to him. And you know, it's we—we we very much do. Obviously, you have to be on guard against the opinions you form living in a bubble. Because he was teaching stuff, and I was like, "How does he know that? That's what Scott teaches. Other people don't know that." <laughs> 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 I was like, like, that's really good because that's what Scott got says the same thing he comes from the KUGB they don't do it that way yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. I'm one of those pricks who <laughs> thinks that, that their organisation does it the best nobody else does a snob karate snob yeah a karate snob, snob. big time yeah um, and then we had a bit of turning the other wheel,
1: the most the stressful Sets. meditation session you can have in that thing. <laughs> Rick Jackson says he's
2: meditation. Well, it was, it was, it was a bit difficult because, like, someone so he started talking, and then someone called Noah had their mic on, don't mm-hmm. know who that was. And so, I had to kind of
0: whoever you are, Noah, yeah, idiot, I had to, I had to crawl across <laughs> you the know, I mean, crawl across the <laughs> door, <And that laughs> space, I was
2: like, oh god, and then so I went back, and then and then and then Simon Sensei's mic came on and and Boo his dog was like oh like, god let's go back and mute him and then come back and then then halfway through the proper meditation I had this bing and I looked up and, the, and my laptop hadn't oh. been powered up like hadn't been plugged in for the entire time It's was like, like you have 30 seconds before the whole of this this Zoom seminar will be cut dead because I was the host I was like and I trying to stick my plug in and oh god so yeah, it wasn't particularly uh, mindful. No, either. and
1: and uh, you felt that energy, that stress energy <laughs> seeped into my peaceful mind, <laughs> ruined <through laughs> my meditation.
0: No, but that's what you need. you need that conflict
1: Ooh, and that friction, friction
0: f- and then the you friction, deal yeah, with it. Friction, yeah. That's what Sensei yeah.
1: was saying. That's a really nice thing,
2: friction. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah, friction. just give us a you a little, give the people a little sort of rundown of what he was talking about in terms of friction. Why are you looking at me? Because I'll, we will, not, we will, not, we will not do it justice. <laughs> we will not do it justice. We are a couple of ball bags who will, I will butcher it.
2: <laughs> well, what I took from it, like the thing about Rick is that whatever he says, I think he, I don't, I don't think he purposely does it ambiguously, but, but it always is open to interpretation. So anybody that's ever I've ever spoken to about his kind of sessions... And I say, oh yeah, he said that, and and anybody that you speak to has a different interpretation of what he means. Mm-hmm. So my interpretation of friction is a bit like, do you know catfish? You know, I mm-hmm. not the the not the actual fish, but the the um, catfish.
0: The from the online
2: phenomenon. The online phenomenon. Pretending you know. to be someone you're not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and why it's called catfish? I used to know, but I forget. Explain to the people. Okay, so there's a reason why catfish are called catfish because they used to ship. Uh, salmon, wild sea salmon, mm-hmm. from Alaska down to America in the hull of a ship. Mm-hmm. And so they'd catch all these salmon, they'd stick them in the hull, and they'd literally ship them down. Uh, but by the time they got there, they were basically turned into mush because they, they just didn't swim about and they didn't do anything. Because Wait, were the fish alive? The fish were alive oh, in the right. hull of the... Of the ship. Oh right. But but like in that darkness and in that kind of environment, yeah. they just completely switched off. Uh huh. And so they found that if they they got the fish, they stick them in the hull, and then they also put catfish into the uh, into the hull, and they the catfish constantly were trying to nip at the salmon and eat them. Oh right. And so the salmon were constantly swimming away, and and so it comes from a documentary called Catfish, which is Ooh. where it comes from. And there's this old timer guy going, well, you know. You need catfish in your life because, and he explained that story, he says, you know, and, and then you get you get catfish in your life, which keeps you nipping at your at your, at your heels and keeps you alive, you know, keeps you kind of moving and, and keeps you kind of on your on your toes. And so when Rick Sensey was talking about friction today, that's what it reminded me of, that you need that kind of thing to keep on challenging you to make mm-hmm. sure that it's not easy.
0: The only problem mm-hmm. is you get catfish inside your tin to tune it then. Salmon. I'm talking about salmon.
2: Oh, salmon! Uh, You get you get catfish fillets. You're you're my catfish. (laughs) You
0: get get catfish inside your uh, salmon fillets. Uh, No, no, they don't actually. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think somebody's going through, like, oh, that I'm one's,
2: that one's a know. catfish, throw <laughs> that one out, oh, there's yes, a good salmon. of course. So they're all in the hall yeah. captive. Yeah. They take them out the hall and yeah. they go, well, that's big and ugly and got whiskers out. That's lovely and, and got spots Do and looks like a salmon. Do you think that they
0: hire and pay some ball bags minimum wage to go down there and separate the catfish from the salmon? They
2: pay people minimum wage to separate garbage as this goes past a, a conveyor belt. So, yes. That's
0: because everybody cares so much about the environment and recycling and stuff. Nobody cares, as long as they can keep making money off of selling their salmons, if there's a bit of catfish in there.
1: Okay. But they the sell thing. them as a whole fish, though.
0: No, sometimes they're packaged as Yeah, but, like suppose, they say, but they sell a salmon as a, whole a salmon. I suppose a catfish fillet probably doesn't look like a
1: salmon fillet. We'll, You'd we'll be able to tell,
0: straight away. Send us a message, folks. We so, are very, <laughs> very off topic now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I always find it f- funny with with Rick's sessions because obviously he he's in, he's at a, such a, a stage in his karate journey that it's very out there, mm. and the things that he talks about are very like you say open open to interpretation. So you know, we ball bag like myself kind of goes what? like. So I took friction as like you need like he was talking a lot about how you need to to it's the days when you don't want to do. When you don't want to train, mm. those are the really important days that you have to force yourself to train, and you need to get yourself to that mindset, that point where you're doing something despite all the reasons you have for not doing it. Yeah, and I think that um, that was very it's always very motivating, um, but then the, med- the but then the meditation afterwards it always seems disconnected to me. I can never like have his his excellent talk at the start, and then the mindfulness come together. Mm it's always very much excellent talk at the start. I mean, I, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm... I just <laughs> <laughs> <I> stop <just> it <don't. laughs> but,
2: but that's the difference between implicit and explicit, right? So he can tell you that stuff. Hmm. And, and and I'm sure like we all experience it to a different level. He tells you, you go, that's, that's genius, that's amazing. But could you repeat, like he, he came up with some corkers today, right? Like that was really nice. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, can we ever remember them? No, because because they're, they're fleeting and because he tells it, us we we kind of learn it explicitly and and we don't know it implicitly whereas the the sitting the meditation the mindfulness is teach is is giving you an ability to learn implicitly and so yeah mindfulness and all that kind of uh all that kind of jazz is 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 something that you have to arrive at rather than just be told about Mm -hmm. us yeah do you think that that
1: uh, that a lot of the mindfulness of karate has been lost over the years, do you think it's that? Um, is it something that you wish was was more um, in the limelight of the modern cry well, world?
2: No, because then the problem with that is then you get you get kind of guru-like people, right? Mm. And so you got to be super careful that that you don't start like Rick says not teaching this. He's he's showing you a way. He's showing you his way. He's demonstrating his way. He's kind of giving you a a, a, a lighthouse to kind of uh, reference as you go along your journey, but he's not teaching it. And the problem is, is that when it becomes explicit, explicitly taught, then it, then it loses everything that it ought to be. And so, I mean, he would he like he said today, he says he's met a, a, quite a, a many high profile karate instructors who who have never turned the other wheel or mm-hmm. and never kind of worked on this, and so are completely ego driven. And he said a very interesting thing about, you know, karate is training the body. And the more, if you only do karate, you only train the uh, the ego. Uh, and, and he says he's met people who've been training 40, 50, 60 years who have only ever trained the ego. That was a really interesting point. So And he was specifically saying, we need this type of training more in our daily life. But at no point has he ever said, and I'm the one who should lead that Mm -hmm. i mean and and in 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 the, the opposite in fact like so many times he's saying you should find your own routine you should find your own method you should do it alone by yourself find your way um and so i think if it becomes certainly the message should be there more widespread but if the practice of it as a group is more widespread then you get a leader and i think that's the opposite the
1: opposite of what he's mm. talking about yeah. he said a really nice thing to you at the end when, when he was when he was wrapping up and, and mm. finishing he, he said if if one pair if we've got one person to sit down through this then we've we've made a, a who's, never and, uh, who's never mm. sat before who's never sat before then you know this is the way or, or some Mandalorian quote or yeah <laughs> he, very, he said very cool, like, <laughs> he oh. said something very cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said <laughs> something <laughs> cool I can't
0: remember what it was <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: at the beginning, there, he was saying, because we did, because he, he obviously just jumped on before uh, when Stuart was finishing his class and, uh, and Stuart got us all to do Gion, like, mm-hmm. I want you to do it as the strongest and fastest that you've ever done, true. the best you've ever done. And then, and you know, Rick he was saying, well, you know, obviously I watched you all do that. He says, but what you don't realise is that that's the only John you've ever done. Oh, I yeah, okay. just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm Do like, what does that mean? <laughs> he, he said yeah. it, then leaned back, <laughs> he was like, turned boom. his head slightly, and went, "I'll leave it at that. You think about that <laughs> it for yourselves now." A <laughs> like,
2: <"Whoa." laughs> yeah. But there's also like a little cheeky smile there as well. though "That one's going to have
0: it. them thinking." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just something <laughs> Buddhist teachers do to make us think that they're all grand and mystical. So what do you think it means? Oh, I don't know. Oh, something about uh, time and space being a construct or something, you know, like yeah, the best one you've ever done is the only one you've ever done because you've always been doing that one because nothing ever happens in the past or in the future. It'll happen
1: to that's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: 2,000 years of learning right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what do you think it means? Yeah, I, I got from that that he meant that there is no past, there is no future, there is only now. And and now is continuous. And, uh, you know, everything, future and past is a construct. So, yeah, a bit like what Rue said. but um, So, exactly, exactly oh, oh, what I said. saying. a little, a little <laughs> bit more respectful, you know?
0: Blah, <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. <Blair>, Time is a construct. <laughs> it's all in your head.
2: <laughs> fundamental... Construct uh, fundamental elements of reality is consciousness so so my best Gion is your best Gion That's your what... worst Gion is my worst Gion <laughs> yeah, we're all just we're all just kind of sprouting kind of elements of consciousness of the consciousness uh, uh, which is uh, yes
0: and we are all part of the, the cosmic unity right mm-hmm. Hmm. So your Sochin is my Sochin. So really, <laughs> my training is complete.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of Sochin, it's been eight years. Eight years almost to the. It was
2: uh, to the day. Like, yeah, on the yeah on Paddy's like day. Paddy, yeah. On Paddy's day, on day
1: that uh, you got your Dan mm. oh.
2: last time you graded, mm. and uh, you put lo- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> lovely a uh, The last t-
2: and only time. I
1: will um, and a lovely video of you yourself doing so chin for your for your grading. And uh, what's what when you look at that video, do you think that do you see yourself, or is that like it's, have you progressed to something completely different? Do you look at that and go, Christ, I was good back then, or do you just look at it and go, i I'm, I'm that's still the exact same way I do it? Or is, when you look at it, what do you think?
2: Um, well, I thought when I was doing the, the double punches. My, my hip wasn't even, didn't rotate evenly. Mm-hmm. Did one side come up? It was a bit, yeah, it was a bit mm-hmm. kind my shoulder of... shoulder came up as well. I was, <laughs> <laughs> was backing the shoulder up days. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I thought. I don't really think much more of it. Mm-hmm. I thought, well... I mean, objective, like... A lot A lot of people said, oh, that's really good. Object- I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe. Um, I, I mean, remember it not feeling particularly good because because I was doing it, or well, grading situation. It's never going to be a perfect kind of uh, situation, is it? And also Kagawa Sensei, obviously, was, refer- um, was the examiner. And also, every single senior member of the JKS, GB, and Ireland, and quite a lot of European heads were there going, right, go on then, prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'd literally I'd literally just come off the floor teaching. I was teaching, because um, it was a really busy seminar, so Kagawa Sensei and I taught it together mm. and we'd split it and so he'd done the morning and you know blah 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 we'd split the class um and so i'd literally just come off teaching the adult uh, the, the senior grades like the third dance and above and no one knew i was grading and it's like okay those who are grading line up and it, of course most people just expected me to go and sit next to a and i went and stood up and lined up and there was like a Ooh! <laughs> in the and uh and so yeah then i, I did it um yeah, I i mean, I, I think I can probably do it just as well.
0: If someone did it that way in front of you, grading for Rokudan, would you pass them? Yeah.
2: Kagawa says he gave me a 6.5 or a 7. Yeah. Out of. Oh, I've never seen him give more than 6. I mean, I didn't know Paul Giandrea told me afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, that, because Paul was sat next to him. Mm. Uh, and he said, oh, he gave you a, I think maybe a 6.5. For your cat, I was like, Oh, really? I, 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 normally, five is a pass. Yeah.
0: But did he give you a hug afterwards? Of course, he didn't. Ah, see, that's more important. <laughs> the hug you get from your sensei yeah. <laughs> That's what I get when I'm passing grade. pass bow <laughs> and then a
2: big hug afterwards. <laughs> luckily, those hugs get years and years apart from yeah. now on. <laughs> Scott Sensen's a big softie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love a grading. Like I, I think it's like the like Denmark, um, gradings in particular when it's a big group mm. of people. People kind of sort of put off. Like even though they're due, they kind of hold off um, to ramp up towards that that camp. And I think that when you see like that many like high level mm. guys on the floor all at once, all like giving it socks Like man. Makes me tingly.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think all that kind of stuff, though. The pleasure is cathartic. Yeah, the pre- pleasure is the after aftermath of it all. Yeah, it's the it's the God. I no longer feel sick. Yeah, I, I no longer <laughs> want to throw up. Yeah, I, I no think... longer have zero energy in any of my limbs. And now I can drink. <laughs> <laughs> Only to feel sick after <laughs> yeah. in the morning. It's like that perfect... You know, like speedball is like cocaine and heroin together, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like alcohol and adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know, your body's going, yeah! And then you're drinking to go, Ooh, And you're like... Yeah, that's a great... <laughs> the best I've ever felt is after winning the World Championships in Moscow. Mm. And had uh, someone had filled up... I had this, this massive cup... I someone sort filled it with champagne, and I was like drinking it, and like just the the whole nerves and the whole everything kind of building up to that, and uh, and then and then getting really drunk.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> That's
2: cool. That's Adrenaline
0: cool. plus alcohol. Mm. Hell of a concoction. Oh,
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, brilliant! But uh, speaking of Denmark, we've got a we've got news. We've got our first, I think, official karate adventure. Set up for a uh, post-Covid. Mm. Yeah, we're going to Ma- Mauritius.
0: For <laughs> Mauritius. So those of you who don't know, <laughs> Mauritius is a tropical paradise island in the Indian Ocean. And uh, these uh, these couple of ball bags here, it is in the Indian Ocean. Why are you looking at me like that? Okay. I didn't know what ocean was in. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, it is in the Indian
1: Ocean. <laughs> okay. You study geography, you should know. Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't say
1: anything. <laughs> no, you're,
0: you're acting weird about me bringing up the Indian Ocean. I don't like it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I thought you were going to be racist again. <laughs> no,
0: I am not racist. Um, and anyway, these couple of ball bags are going down there with a, a group of uh, karateka for a big karate adventure.
1: I have to say, it's been long overdue, a karate adventure. And this is a good one to kick it off. Like. Well, I mean, to be fair, though...
2: that. Just before lockdown, we had a karate adventure. Although, yes, you're right, that was an awful long time ago. So, over a year ago,
1: yeah, yeah. It's going to be about yeah. two years by the time you get to Mauritius. Yeah, it'll
2: be two, yeah. yeah, just about two years, yeah.
1: Yeah, so overdue, but um, going to to Mauritius to do some very serious hardcore training. What yeah. do you look for in a karate adventure, Ross? Um, most importantly, is the people, I love the people. Uh-huh. The group we, you're with, the group you're with okay. is all, always important. And I think uh, um, if you don't have a good group, and you normally do. There's always someone that you get on with when you're on these trips, and, it, and it's important that you find that someone that you get on with. Um, because when you're there, when you're not with, if you're, you're not getting on with the people you're with, the, the mood sours a little bit. I think and, you know that dampens the mood a little bit. But I've never experienced a bad group before ever. There's always, I like to say, there's always you always get on with people. But the people are always good fun. And just sharing those experiences with those people for me is nice. And then the training, of course, good training, hard training is, is good, because then you can reap the rewards afterwards. That's the thing. You have to earn it, don't you? you got to earn <laughs> those <them laughs> rewards of, of being away and abroad,
0: yeah. I think. And does it? what about the instruction? You said hard training, but do you expect, like... Do you expect some gems or, like, uh, some special kind
1: of I doors mean, to be opened? It depends. Like, me and you went to, to Trieste to, to thinking, train with yeah. Paolo and, yeah. and Fulvio and and that and the guys um, and girls at that dojo. And we, we knew it was going to be great. Yeah. Um, so you go expecting high-level training. But, like, for example, when we, you know, trips to Japan with Scott Sensei and... and sometimes you're kind of the mystique of of an instructor like just because they're japanese or something mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean they're they're a good teacher and, mm-hmm. and i've been let down by things that i've thought were, were going to be good and then pleasantly surprised when all of a sudden someone that you didn't not expecting anything of comes out with a couple of gems so it just depends mm-hmm. I like going to train with steve Ubo in san diego you're expecting the top level of instruction in, mm-hmm. and karate and and that's what you get but uh you're always pleasantly that You can always be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take away from your enjoyment if the training is just. No, standard you just train hard regardless. Okay. Yeah, and if the group's in the same mindset and you all train hard anyway, then yeah.
0: Anyway, it's going to be Scott teaching, so it
1: should so be top so top, so top so level. Be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
2: steal all my ideas from Stuart Amos. <laughs>
0: What do you mean?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> so I was referencing what you said before. Yeah, yeah, I got
0: it. you did a good callback. Yeah. Good callback. Yeah, I'll edit this bit that
2: where okay. We
1: explain the joke. That's <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: oh, comedy.
1: <laughs> what do you look for in a karate adventure?
2: Um, <clears throat> well, I was because I was talking to um, I was talking to someone today and uh, who shall remain rename, rename, remain nameless, but um, you know, saying, oh well, you know, should I? travel and teach and and, and like having a adventure adventure, but but I, I, like if i'm going somewhere i'm either going on a holiday or i'm going to learn mm-hmm. or i am working and so mauritius will be work I say that with a straight face. (laughs) No, you do not. So for me, it won't be a karate adventure in the true sense. Mm. Because you're the one teaching. Yeah. Mm. Um, So for a karate adventure, then, yeah, it has to be somewhere different. Somewhere where you go away, and whatever length of time you've been away, it seems that you've been away four times longer. Mm -hmm. That's a karate adventure. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we were at Steve's, like, it was, it was literally only Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it seemed like so it was, like, forever. two weeks, yeah. right? It was, like, it was amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. And, like, even, what was that? That was, like, must be, it'll be three three years? Three, yeah. three years, was it? Three years. Yeah. Three yeah. years in uh, this summer, or, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I can re- still remember very clearly lots of different points about it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what about you,
1: Rue? What do you look for in a adventure?
0: It's a, well, I haven't been on that many But, um The thing that I always enjoy the most is The l- gay
1: bar that you take us to <laughs> <laughs> Let
0: <him finish. laughs> That was oh, a misunderstanding <laughs> That was That was a misunderstanding And also it was the only place open And also it was fun <laughs> you have comedy Tourette's <laughs> you can see everybody and you can't help yourself say
1: it He would pause in that second <laughs> <or> <laughs> and go, oh, did jump you in.
0: have a good night
1: or not <laughs> I was very upset with you bro. <laughs> because very... you had
0: to go and be in the same room with a bunch of puffs is that it <laughs> no
1: that we were in Trieste with a bunch of gorgeous Italian women uh, everywhere you turned and we ended up going to a fucking gay bar the only place open, it was the only uh... place open. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what they all say anyway
0: where was I? Oh yeah, it's, uh, for, yeah For me the best thing Is uh, is learning something new And something that I wasn't Like something So when we went to Paolo's in Trieste I had no idea Like I'd, I'd, I'd heard he was A ninth dan Shortly before going But then I got there And I was like Fuck This is a ninth dan You know <laughs> I was like Jesus <laughs> And also the, the drastically different approach That he and his group Have towards martial arts mm-hmm. Compared to Shotokan You know Makoto Kai, Whole new style Whole new system And the best of it. We didn't just go to some random Makotoka Dojo where they the you know, we went to the source. We yeah. went to Paolo and Fulvio and yeah, that was amazing. And then Denmark was another one and the best thing about Denmark was Scott Sensei's um, three part Unsu mm. seminar. And also it was I think it was my first big first feeling of like a really Really good kind of karate community coming together Where there was no ill will There was just goodwill between everybody No judgement, just good crack And I passed my grading Big party, got smashed Ended up on the tables Swinging a bottle of whiskey around, singing songs So so it's, yeah, it's a combination of The crack and learning something But I wouldn't like to go all the way across the world And the training to be, you know uh, Mediocre mm-hmm. Yeah. even if the beaches are great or whatever. Yeah, well,
1: well I'll do my best in January.
0: Well, I won't be there, so I do. <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah, I, I think uh, what what's, your, what's the if you can think of one highlight um, of a karate adventure, Scott Sensi, what would be the first one that comes to your mind? Don't think about it. Just go three, two, one.
2: Shurinji Kempo. Yeah. In Japan, I mean, although, like, generally speaking, Japan really isn't much of a karate adventure for me because it's a bit, um, kind of, same thing. Say, but like, actually, recently, uh, well, say, recently, over the last number of years, because of uh, events beyond my control like I've, I'm always constantly looking for a new dojo we're allowed to go to <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's a bit of an adventure the bad boy of <laughs> Japan <laughs> <laughs> it's, like,
0: it's like when uh, when Patrick Kavanagh and Luke Kelly met on on a bridge over the canal and they're like oh, how are you, will we go for a pint yeah we'll go into O'Donoghue's and Patrick Kavanagh goes oh, I can't I'm barred. And, it's like, and he goes we'll go into O'Brien's and Luke Kelly oh I can't I'm barred. and they list off about four different points and they can't go into any of them because one of them is barred from either of them, and then it's just like, "Where's well, your look anyway? Good luck, I'll chat to you later." <laughs> they never went for a pint.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but last time we were there, the Sharangji Kenpo guys were uh, just unbelievably brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a great highlight. Real warrior monks. Mm. Yeah. Just and just decent people, mm. decent fit, strong, modest people.
0: Yeah, they didn't seem to have big swaggery egos. Not at all. Hmm. Not at all. Do you think that's their religious practice?
2: Well, I think I think I think it's impossible to kind of separate one from the other. It's that the religious Zen martial practice. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Cool. And have you tried to incorporate anything that you saw there
2: into your teaching? Well, I mean, we didn't see that much. I mean, so. I mean there's a few locks and it was a bit aikido to I mean that like the 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 shorinji kempo element of it like I think the the embu um stuff that they do where they have like basically prearranged kind of very advanced combination sparring demonstration things I think is really interesting um and it kind of reminded me of, like richard richard sensei he has that uh, that demonstration you sometimes mm-hmm. teaches, yeah. and you yeah. can really get into the flow of that. It's a really nice, nice thing to do, um, and so I, I, I like that. And they have they, that, that's formalised throughout the the whole of the Shonji Kenpo. But um, that really wasn't what I was impressed. I mean, I was impressed by it. They were good, but just that everyone in that place were high level. How how did that happen? You know. Yeah. So like.
1: How, would you ever want to have a dojo with that many like, like athletes in it, like in the sense that you're saying they, they were all high level and really fit? Do you think that you would lose the the sort of like this dojo has a fantastic sort of camaraderie and, mm. and community in it um, that probably wouldn't happen if every session we were killing ourselves to the point of the weak, the the people who aren't up for the The task drop out, you
2: know. No, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean that. And what I mean, what is by that, is that they were all so good and so humble. Bear in mind, we only saw, we only saw, uh, we didn't see that many people to be, to be fair. But what we did see, and like what I have seen, is just really high level, physically good people who are super humble. And and to have that many really good humble people, I think is testament to to what they're teaching. So that's what I mean, really. I mean, mm. that's what that's what deeply impressed me was their their ability to be good and and kind of they wore wore it very lightly. The opposite of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like, no, to be fair, like we do it through kind of you know humor and piss taking and 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 you know they, I mean, they did it. They did it in their own way,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I think it's something that should definitely be emulated in in whatever way you need to be to emulate it in. Like it should be emulated. Where where your talent lightly?
0: Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Where your talent? The inevitable? No, what is it called? The unbearable lightness of talent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you, you were saying you've never you like you so they, you didn't take anything from it and and try and incorporate it into to classes. But have you do you do that? Do you think senses should, like we talk about progression well, and experimenting all the time? Yeah, I mean,
2: like, like I, to be clear, then it's not that I took everything that they were doing. We already did. Mm. Like it was classically not Shotokan, but you know we don't particularly do classic Shotokan karate. So so everything that they did uh, was was something that we would already do. I mean, they emphasised it a little bit more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they so they did that stretch, shorten, cycle a lot of the punch. So, so it was very much kind of like you know uh, kind of um, uh, baseball pitch type of uh, javelin throw type of punch, mm-hmm. and and we were like, yeah, yeah, we do that, which is not short can. Yeah. Um. And so that's why I didn't take it on board simply because other instructors, Paolo Sensei, for example, have already taught us that, and and we we, we already practiced that to some extent. Yeah. Um. So that's why I. It's not that I didn't take it on board. We already had it on board. Yeah,
1: mm. uh, but do you think, like in general, instructors, like, because we talk about, you know, the the sort of the the times when you're training yourself to kind of experiment with with mm. breaking form and and not a, being a slave to the the sort of syllabus and things like that. Um, do you think that senses should take the chance to experiment with the students in that way, trying teaching things in a different way and seeing how the class sort of copes with it and deals with it. Or do you think that's just a, a inevitably going to slow down everyone's progression and um
2: well slow down progression back. to what to a, a black belt? I mean that's that's the the conclusion of that not oh, right, yeah. it? So no, I mean like that's like makes no difference, does it? Mm. You know, like if if you're just trying to rapidly get someone to black belt, then you're a McDojo. So that's that's that doesn't come into the equation. Um, yeah, I think it depends who you're teaching. And it depends uh, what you're trying to teach. So what you don't want to do is confuse students. So if you're saying things that are kind of obviously opposite from one day to the next, then probably there's going to be a certain le- It depends what you're talk- teaching. You. Like like today I taught about using your upper body to, you know, to, to kick. Kicks. And like most of the time I, I say don't use your upper body to kick, you know. So, um, but like, you know, there was 85 people on the seminar and, you know, the vast majority of them were black belts. So it's like they can understand that there's a or they they, it's not that low grades could understand as well but they can also physically understand not not only conceptually but physically understand that there are different ways to do stuff Uh, but would I teach that class to a bunch of low grades absolutely not because because they have to get to a point where they're not using their upper body um, to kick and then once they get to that point then they can use their upper body to kick so yeah for sure experiments play about with stuff try to kind of give everyone as many tools in their kit to kind of produce really good karate uh, but ultimately they've got to first learn how to use each tool individually mm. and once they do that then they can you know, start messing about with stuff insightful Ooh, very good very good
1: very <laughs> good um, we have, uh, we're
0: not taking the piss we, <laughs> well, we are a little bit <laughs> we, just, we ask him loads of questions he sits there and he gives us everything all the answers, all the wisdom and then we go <laughs> I know
2: everything yeah. look at him and all his knowledge <laughs> oh, class yeah. mm.
1: but I think I uh, there's food to be had, right, guys? Mm-hmm. There's food to be had, so I think it might be uh, about that time for a little <laughs>
0: fail
1: of, of the week. week.
0: A fail of the week. I don't it have depends. one yet. Somebody else go. Sensei has one.
2: Sensei first. <laughs> 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 well... Where to begin? <laughs> well, I, 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 have a fail of the week, but uh, I'll have to make it as ambiguous as possible. Nobody will know what you're talking about. So I thought, I thought I was really clever this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the first mistake, right there.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and so I was having to deal with some kind of uh, political manoeuvrings within the HDKI. And I was trying to make a best choice, and uh, i going to keep this exceptionally ambiguous. Okay. But and I and I thought I'd made a really good choice, uh, and then I failed to ask the most obvious question the the question that never ever has to be asked because it's so <laughs> leadingly obvious. But I didn't ask it, and so. So I went from being I am so clever I managed to, <laughs> I managed to pull all these things together and bam I've got it it's perfect it's great and then five minutes later this person says oh yeah but by the way and says something that is so left field that <laughs> you would never you would never go oh by the way are you going to do that because uh, you of course you're going to do that. Well, he wasn't, and he (laughs) fucked everything up. And made you look a fool. (laughs) Made me look a fool, and more importantly, made me deeply apologise to someone else for not only being foolish, but also kind of uh, making a very stupid mistake. So that was my fail of the week. Very specific Mm. fail of the week, so there we go. As
0: they say, you made a fool out of me, and you made a fool out of Mammy. (laughs) (laughs) Says that. <laughs> that's, that's, just, I can't remember where I, I got that
2: from.
1: he says it with an Irish accent,
0: everyone assumes, "Oh, it must be a really old baby thing." Like he exactly. just talks
1: nonsense. No, 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 no.
0: It's like when okay, I've got I've got my fill of the week. Um, we were in the dojo and AJ was training in the evenings. Can't remember what special occasion that was, but AJ was there, you were there, us, I was there, and Scott said he was teaching, it, and we were doing busai die. Oh, it was when we were teaching for Ukraine. You were teaching for Ukraine, mm-hmm. and we were on the... It was a Saturday, Zoom seminar, and uh, you did... it. You, you taught a little bit of... Um, m- most people had... Most people on the Zoom call had a partner that they were training with, at least one person. So you taught a little bit of bunkai. You were like, oh, by the way, this is like an udei for a maigari, and then, bam, we're hacking to the plums. Um, and, you know, not that I don't trust anybody's control, but when it... when. You demonstrated on AJ or Ross or something, and then everybody on Zoom started practicing it. And sort of, AJ and Ross kind of wandered back to the dojo, and I just didn't fucking want to. I was like, stay the fuck away from me. I'm not <laughs> kicking anyone, and you're not coming anywhere near me. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to get my shin hit with a forearm, and I didn't... I know but nobody was going to hit me Hit me in the balls with the, with the Urakin, but I just, like, I've lost my... I've lost completely my appetite for for physical contact. This is it's an epidemic, the epidemic, pandemic thing. I like I don't want it anymore. You know, I don't want to practice bunkai. I don't want you to touch me. You know, personal space. Gone soft. And also, ouch! It hurts. You know, it's like, yeah, gone
1: pure soft. And that's- that's your that's my fail of the week yeah
0: fail of the week
2: is uh... well, we'll, we'll re-acclimatise you next week
0: <laughs> listen the pandemic has been great for me in other ways I'm faster than ever I'm fitter than ever I, I mean it's not like I'm gonna you know I train all the time so it's not like I'm getting any worse Slow bit by bit getting gradually better at karate but uh, yeah I don't wanna just uh, stay keep your distance cause I don't <laughs> like it and people <laughs> people are ouchy you know people hurt <laughs> maybe this is an emotional thing maybe this is
1: baggage I don't know that's it <laughs> <laughs> my, my fail of the week was uh, the, the other day I, I was uh, doing some sparring and I foolishly tried to um, move in while the person was throwing the, the shiro gary Ooh. and uh, I go ahead right, <laughs> right <laughs> <in> the plumps
2: right <laughs> the
1: and I have to say there's nothing more humbling or like you know the, the slow motion like like you see the turd and you're like oh no <laughs> you're you trying to drop your hands but your hands just won't move fast enough and then Kah! so um, yeah I got an awful an awful knock in the plums and uh, yeah that put a dampener on my day yeah. that's, that's what happened you, to me even
0: soup you know even Superman gets kicked in the plums from time to <laughs>
1: time. <laughs> but it was very funny. It was showed, like me getting a bit too cocky, a bit too confident, thinking that I had the, the, the partner under control. I had the, like, mm-hmm. that. I was like, yeah, you're not going to do anything to me. They'll watch me. Oh, you're going to try and spin? You're going to mm-hmm. try and spin on me? Whoa. And then, sure enough, they spun a little bit faster than I thought. So, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Okay. Ladies and gents, that is it.
1: You're Thank awesome. you very much, G- Scott G- Sensei. Pleasure. For coming on. Once again, let's do it again. Let's keep it. Yeah,
0: we should we Sure, should we're, we're around each other all, all the goddamn time.
1: We should just check yeah. the mic on every single time we're having a chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Thanks for listening, folks. Deep bows and osses. Ooh. Oh. <laughs>